Hello and welcome to this week's episode. This week we are going to discuss what is a daily living aid or a mobility aid. Um, this is in response to a question from one of our customers. So let's get into this week's episode. So to start with, most people with a long-standing disability will already know what items of equipment can help them. However, if you've recently acquired a disability or generally are slowing down as you get older, you may want to find out about the useful gadgets or adaptions that exist to make everyday tasks easier. So these items are known today as daily living equipment or assistive technology. However, you may in the past have heard of them referred to as aids for daily living, disability aids, disability products, or even disabled equipment. So there are mostly four main types of equipment. And the first one will be items designed specifically for older or disabled people to overcome a particular difficulty i.e. a wheelchair, a bath board, or a raised toilet seat. The second one would be a standard equipment with a particularly helpful feature, i.e. an electric tin opener, for example, a vacuum cleaner, a food processor, or even a computer. All of these can take the physical effort out of an activity. The third one would be a standard equipment that has been adopted, for example, an extension on a comb for a person with a limited reach or suckers on a nail brush for someone who has the use of one, of only one hand, or indeed the easy on, easy off sock aid. Number four, or the last main type of equipment would be custom made items specifically designed for the particular needs of one person. This could be home or commercially made or produced by local volunteers who may make one-off items for individuals. One thing that we often see when customers contact us is actually identifying the issue that they have because often you may not always need equipment to solve the difficulty that you're facing. So what we would suggest is before you start spending time tracking down an item, Remember that some difficulties may be solved by changing the way that you carry out a task. For example, consider changing your timetable or even rearranging the furniture, for example. Um, if you have difficulty getting in and out of the bath, perhaps using a, a shower or renovating your bathroom to a shower only may be easier. If you're too tired to cook a meal in the evening and ready-made meals are not an option, Perhaps preparing a meal in the morning that can be reheated later on would be better. Or if, for example, drip dry clothes or tumble drying them will reduce the need for ironing if you have wrists or standing issues. So when you have carried out an activity in the same way for years, it is sometimes difficult to imagine that there are other ways to do the job that are possible or even acceptable to yourself. So. However, you may find that other another approach is often easier, quicker, or less tiring. So certainly, we would always urge you to consider your routine before you would invest in a daily living aid. So if, after analyzing your routine, you do believe that a mobility aid would be convenient and 
assist with your independence. Um, the question is who can really benefit from a mobility aid. So anyone who has a mobility issue, either temporarily or long-term, can benefit from such an aid. So the type of mobility aid used will depend on the needs of the individual. So mobility aids, for example, may be beneficial to somebody with arthritis, development disabilities, diabetic ulcers or wounds, somebody who has difficulty maintaining balance, or indeed somebody who has just fractured or broken bones in their lower limbs, somebody who has heart or lung issues, obesity, spina bifida, cerebral palsy, sprains or strains, or somebody who also has a walking impairment due to a brain injury or stroke, visual impairment or blindness. And of course, older adults, people who have had an amputation or those recovering from surgery also benefit, benefit from the use. So as I said, there are a range of many different conditions or disabilities that a mobility, mobility aid would be beneficial. So what mobility devices are available to people to meet people's needs? Um, this can range from canes to crutches to wheelchairs to stair lifts. So I'm just going to go through some of the most popular types of mobility aids. And the type of mobility aid, as I said, will depend on the mobility issue or injury. So the first one we will look at are canes. So the canes are similar to crutches in that they support the body's weight and help transmit the load from the legs to the upper body. However, they take less weight off the lower body than crutches and place greater pressure on the hands and wrists. So assistive canes are useful for people who have problems balancing and who are at risk of falling. Um, in the United States, in a recent survey I saw, um, it was estimated that one in every 10 adults over the age of 65 uses a cane. So there are three different types of canes and that are most commonly used. So the white one, I think most people would be familiar with. They're designed specifically for assisting people who are visually impaired. White canes are longer and thinner than traditional canes and enable the user to detect objects in their path. They also inform other people that the user is blind or visually impaired. There are also quad canes. So these have four feet at the end of the cane, which provide a wider base and greater stability. And then there's the more traditional forearm cane, which offers extra forearm support. These canes allow for greater weight to be distributed from the wrist to the arms. Some canes can be adjustable or foldable, and um, so they're convenient and easy to store and take with you in your everyday life. So canes are also used for non-medical purposes, such as by hikers, um, and yeah, they'd be more commonly known as walking sticks. So the other type um, similar to the cane would be the crutch. So the crutch would help to transfer weight from the legs to the upper body. They can be used singularly or in pairs. So crutches help people keep an upright position and may be used by those with short-term injuries or permanent disabilities. So there are many different types of crutches. And again, the, the top three would be the auxiliary or the underarm crutch. So this 
is one part of the axillary crutch is placed against the rib cage under the armpits while the users hold onto the hand grip. These crutches are typically used by those with short-term injuries. Then there is the forearm crutch. So this is type of crutch that involves placing the arm into a metal or plastic cuff and holding a hand grip. So forearm crutches are more commonly used by people with long-term disabilities. And finally, there would be the platform crutch. So platform crutch is one where the hand holds a grip while the forearm rests on a horizontal platform. So the platform crutches are not commonly used except by people with a weak hand grip due to conditions such as arthritis or cerebral palsy. So that's the canes and the crutches. Um, another familiar mobility aid that you will see is the walker. So walkers, also known as simmer frames, are made up of a metal framework with four legs that provide stability and support to the user. These are very stable walking aids and are used by 4.6% um, of adults um, in the United States who are over 65. Um, basic walkers have a three-sided frame that surrounds the user. Users lift the frame and place it further in front of them. Then they step forward to meet it before re repeating the process. So some walkers will also have wheels or guides on the base of the wheels, which means the user can slide the walker rather than lift it. This is particularly helpful for people with limited arm strength. So there are three main types of walkers beyond the basic model, and these are the relators. So this is the common style of walker, which consists of a frame with four wheels, the handlebars and seat, so the user can rest as needed. They also include handbrakes as a, a good safety feature. Then there are the knee walkers. So similar to the relator, this device allows the user to rest their knee on a padded cushion while whilst propelling themselves forward with their stronger leg. And then finally, there's a walker cane hybrid type, um, which, yeah, as I said, it's a, a cross between the cane and the walker. And this mobility aid would have two legs rather than a full frame. And it can be used with one or both hands and provides a good or a greater support than the standard cane. The next mobility aid um, would be the more the most popular and well-known, which is the wheelchair. So as you know, the wheelchairs are used by people who should not put weight on their lower arms or who are unable to walk. This can be suitable for walkers, for people with severe disabilities or when travel over greater distances is required. So wheelchairs can be either manually propelled by the user themselves or pushed by someone else. And of course you also get the electric powered wheelchairs. Um, so examples of specialized types of wheelchairs include standing wheelchairs where the users are supported in an almost upright position and sports chairs which have been developed for use during specific sports which may be a little, bo little bit more lightweight than your traditional wheelchair. 
And then finally, moving on to the mobility scooter. So similar to the wheelchair, these devices have a set or have a seat set on top of either three, four or five wheels. The user's feet rest on foot plates and there are handlebars or steering wheels to control direction. These are typically battery powered. So mobility scooters are beneficial for those without the upper body strength or flexibility to use a manual wheelchair. And many scooters, scooter users report a positive impact on their lives due to the choice of mobility aid. So there are some use or sorry, some rules for the use of mobility scooters on pavements and roads, and this will vary by location and country. Um, training is usually available for people wanting to use a mobility scooter for the first time. So they would be the most popular type of mobility aids. Of course, there are also smaller aids for around the home, for example, the sock aids for easy putting on of your socks or putting them, taking them off, putting on your shoes, opening tins. Um, so there are also some safety modifications um, which can be done around the house to increase your independence. So there are several home or office modifications that, that can be made to help navigate within a building or in other areas where there are changes to surface heights. So these would include, for example, ramps, and access ramps are especially important for some people, including those with wheelchairs and scooters and cannot manage the stairs. People with walkers, canes and crutches may also find that ramps provide easier access than steps. You can also get stair lifts, so these devices um, move people and wheelchairs up and down stairs, either through the roof or sorry, through the floor or along the suitcase along the staircase and um, so these will be very popular in some people's houses and you can get the more traditional handrail so these are special handrails that are fitted in and around many people's homes and entrances doors to provide better support and stability to people with mobility issues so i think before i leave um, I think it's important to highlight that there are indeed some risks associated with the use of mobility aids. So whilst mobility aids provide a number of benefits to the users, there is also a risk of injury associated with their use. For example, underarm crutches may lead to a condition called uh, crutch paralysis, which is caused by excessive pressure on the nerves in the armpit. Improper or excessive use of mobility aids may contribute to other injuries. So in research um, that I saw indicates that many users are not properly trained in the use of their mobility aid, with only one third of users receiving their mobility aid from a medical professional and only 20% receiving training. So people using a mobility aid should make an appointment with their doctor or physical therapist um, to to learn how to properly use the device or of course their local mobility aid supplier will be able to provide extra guidance as well so 
that I hope um, gives you a good summary of what a mobility aid is and the many different types and range um, that a mobility aid would cover. So if you have any questions, certainly feel free to comment or make contact. Um, if there is any other topics that you would like more information or some type of discussion on, certainly again, get in contact and we can do something to, to assist or to inform you even more. Okay, thank you for listening. Speak to you soon. Thank you.